Stand by for action. Thanks, Jonah. My name is Dave Miller. I am the Unpleasant Blind Guy, and I want to welcome you to part one of this episode of the Unpleasant Blind Guy on EDL Radio. Now remember, if you want to contact me with comments, questions, show suggestions, awesome American suggestions, I'm available at UBG Contact on Twitter, or I can also be found as Dave Milner or Agador, that's A-G-G-E-D-O-R, on Mublet, the Tea Party Community, Spreely, Mines, MeWe, or Gab. Now let's begin. Never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few. I hope, indeed I pray, that we shall not be found unworthy of our victory if after toil and tribulation it is granted to us. For the rest, we have to gain the victory. That is our task. Let us therefore brace ourselves to our duty. So bear ourselves that if the British Empire and its commonwealths last for a thousand years, men will still say, this was their finest hour. We shall not fail or falter. We shall not weaken or tire. Neither the sudden shock of battle nor the long-drawn trials of vigilance and exertion will wear us down. Give us the tools, and we will finish the job. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And join the EDL. 
in that spirit, I found a little bit of something, a little bit of a blast from the past that some of our younger listeners may not have heard before. Back in the 1970s, back way in the misty past of the 1970s. Are we going going back to the time machine, Dave? Well, not at this this point, Jeff. I figure we'll just go ahead and roll with this one. Um, Back in in the day, there was a... There was a show called Saturday Night Live, and it was actually funny back then. Not like now when it's just a political cesspit. And on that show was a a kind of a funny take on the news called Weekend Update. And, of course, that starred Chevy Chase, who went on to do a lot of movies and things of that nature. In one of them, um, once in a while, he'd have John Belushi on there, and... Belushi would get a little bit enthusiastic about doing his uh, little segments. And there's one on March weather, which I think you you would all enjoy hearing. Jeff, I'm going to go ahead and run this. Here you go, guys. Yeah, March brilliant. weather. Yeah, go on, Love it, mate. March weather. Here you go, guys. Uh, last week we made the comment that March comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb. Now here to reply is our chief meteorologist, uh, John <laughs> Belushi, with a seasonal report. Thank you, Jimmy. Well, another winter is almost over, and March true to form has come in like a lion, and hopefully will go out like a lamb. At least that's how March works here in the United States. But did you know that March behaves differently in other countries? Norway, for example, March comes in like a polar bear and goes out like a walrus. (laughs) Or take the case of Honduras, where March comes in like a lamb and goes out like a salt marsh harvest mouse. (laughs) Let us compare this to the Maldive Islands, where March comes in like a wildebeest and goes out like an ant. A tiny little ant, about six feet. Oh, unlike the Malay Peninsula, where March comes in like a worm-eating fern bird and goes out like a worm-eating fern bird. In fact, their whole year is like a worm-eating fern bird. Or consider the Republic of South Africa, where March comes in like a lion and goes out like a different lion. Like one has a mane and one doesn't have a mane. Or in certain parts of South America, where March swims in like a sea otter, then it slithers out like a giant anaconda. There, you can buy land real cheap, you know? And there's a country where March hops in like a kangaroo and stays a kangaroo for a while, and then it becomes a slightly smaller kangaroo. Then, then, then for a couple days, it's sort of a cross between a, a frilled lizard and a common house cat. Wait, 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 wait. Then it changes back into a smaller kangaroo, and then it goes out like a, like a wild dingo. Now, now and, and it's not Australia. Now, now, you'd think it would be Australia, but it's not. Now, look, pal! I know a country where March comes in like an emu and goes out like a taper, and they don't even know what it means. All right? Now, listen, there are nine different countries where March comes in like a frog and goes out like a golden retriever. But that, that's not the weird part. No, no, the weird part is it's a frog. The frog part is... The weird part is... Yeah, great, great, um, <laughs> great comedic actor. Uh, lost him way before his time, sadly. Yeah. But you know, Jeff, but, I've yeah. been thinking about it, and I'm thinking about the, the UK. I think for the UK, uh, March must come in like a lion and then leave like a bulldog. What do you think? <laughs> you think it's right? Well done. You think well said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that. I think that. 
I heard today that uh, uh, February was the wettest uh, month that we had. Uh, I don't know from back in the times, but we, uh, as you know, I mean, we've had storm after storm. I mean, we had the first storm right. over the weekend. Well, I didn't notice any effects, but they noticed it up the north and Wales and there. They was getting it really quite bad. But uh, so, yeah, we've had the wettest, wettest February for... For, for so long, I can't remember. They did give a date, but I think it goes back loads back inside. And I ain't got a, a clue, but I can't remember another month like it, Dave. Really? <laughs> well, it's been a bit strange. On, yeah, it's been a bit strange on both sides of the pond. I will admit that we had a an extremely cold December here, and then uh, and, you know January wasn't really that bad, and. I think we're still we're going to get hit a bit more before the spring yeah, actually just comes in. You know, so. I, I blame uh, the bad weather over the weekend uh, from Greta Thunderpants. Uh, she was here and uh, causing a bit of a stir, caused more of a thunderstorm. And uh, the thing about it was, is they all ended up drenched. There's about twenty thousand that's ended, and it was it was piddling down with rain, Dave, and they all got soaked. So. That's really made my day, that did. I think it was Friday, actually. <laughs> Just to let you know what's been going on this side of the pond, mate. <laughs> well, Jeff, yeah, that's, that's, prob- that's probably the first shower a lot of them have had in months, so it, it might have been a good thing. <laughs> now, it was. They were complaining. I heard they was complaining. Um, oh, I expect so, yeah. <laughs> I expect so. Now, now we're going to get into the show here, guys. Um Jeff sent this to me. This this is all Jeff here. Um, he sent me this. This is um, a uh, this is a thing. I had to split it in two. Jeff, um, there was an event uh, called the Hearts of Oak, uh, which launched. All right, and uh, we have this for the twenty eighth of February. Okay, and there were several people there of great note, including based Amy. And Tommy Robinson, and you guys, you guys can find this on YouTube uh, at least until they take it down. If they don't, look for it on BitChute. It may be there. Um, just look for Hearts of Oak launch, and you can see the whole thing. It's about two hours long. Okay, but I went ahead and picked out the bits that Tommy Robinson did. All right, and I've got this in two parts, and there's a lot of moving parts to this Hearts of Oak thing, but it sounds good to me. Right, and I know it, it sounds good to Jeff. Can I just make it? Just Go ahead, yeah, yeah, please, Dave, man, do it. We, I just wanted to um, to say uh, that that something, uh, one of our speakers, I'll say that was Amy, I, uh, nicknamed based Amy, um, was there. And um, I think it was it was wonderful to see that Amy was pre- presented uh, with this uh, award. Uh, so, I mean, this lady's gone to prison uh, for, for calling a traitor of the country and a subray, a traitor. She she went to prison for that, and she suffered a lot. And it was well, she's well recognised uh, for the work that she's doing, and uh, I would like to salute her on behalf of the EDL and, and everybody Everybody who's out there who believes in freedom of speech and freedom of expression. So, Dave, I just wanted to say that. I didn't mean to 
to jump in where but I wanted to just get that uh, there because Amy uh, is such a, you know she she's a disabled lady but she she believes in what she believes and it's great to see lady patriots standing up and and, and and you know doing walking the walk and doing the talk as well so thank you Dave and, and thank you brother. Well, yeah, no, Jeff, I wanted you to jump in because just to give people a little bit of the perspective of what made you send that to me. um, And, yeah, I mean, the whole thing looks pretty good. And what I want to do here is go ahead and play Tommy Robinson's parts of it. It is in two parts, but um, we're going to go ahead and do part one now. All right, and guys, again, go and look for that on the YouTube or BitChute if um, you want to hear the whole thing. But what we've got so far is is going to last um, right at about 16 minutes. Blog Talk Radio being what it is, I had to split it in half because you really can't depend on anything, um, you know, over 15 minutes for uh, for this service. But guys, we're going to go ahead and play this from the 28th of February. Uh, this will be... About seven and a half minutes long. Jeff, you ready to hear this? Yeah, go on, Dave. Love it, mate. All right. All right. We're going to do part one. Um, this is Tommy Robinson from the Hearts of Oak Launch, and you're listening to the English Defense League radio show. Here you go. Our next speaker uh, requires no introduction, but just to say that uh, on the 9th of December, the year before last, 2018, we had a large um, Brexit rally. Uh, a joint, uh, and, and I was comparing this right in Whitehall outside 10 Downing Street and I introduced the next speaker as a national hero and there was a guy on the BBC down there and he went absolutely spare, he's tweeting he said the bloke up there I couldn't work out how I was, the bloke up there says Tommy Robinson a national hero and then he was sort of try, he's really trying to search through who was this bloke who's this madman up there who says Tommy Robinson is a national hero. Ladies and gentlemen, he found me in the end and he really had a go at me on Twitter, but I really don't mind, I don't care, because actually I think our next, our next speaker is a national hero. Ladies and gentlemen, Tommy Robinson. <laughs> This is getting lower and lower. (laughs) Some great speeches. Amy, I was so proud that you didn't didn't falter. So and taken away at Christmas. So I'll just start off by I was proud of you. I thought it was brilliant. But um, I'll start off saying don't mess with our kids. Do not mess with our children. Is something that everybody can get behind and must get behind. What a beautiful symbol. Our children, our country, our future. I want to talk about LGBT indoctrination, but more indoctrination in primary schools. That's the issue I want to speak about. With LGBT, I want to focus on the T and see how many people are aware that in September, teachings in primary school will become compulsory the minute you can take your children out, you have been able to. Parents have been able to object. Come September, that right will be taken away from you. As a father, as an Englishman, 
I decide as a parent what's right for my children. That should never be taken away. <clears throat> In a Welsh school, they held a meeting about this forced indoctrination, about the fact that you will no longer be able to decide what's taught to your child. 90% of parents objected to the law that's coming. In Wales, they followed straight through anyway. Ignored the 90%. We know that so often. Ignore the majority. Ignore what they want. We're going to decide what we're, what we're pushing forward with. Now, the wake-up moment for me and the moment that really shone a light on this for me is how many people saw the protest of parents in Birmingham, Muslim parents, outside of schools? I'll be honest. I saw it and I thought, actually, it fits with what I talk about. Is this homophobic Muslims following the teachings of Islam? It would have been a very easy point to push or to get behind. And I started watching and listening. I found out that a Muslim child come home from school, primary school, remember that, primary school, under 11. I believe this little girl may have been six years old, come home and told her mum and dad that she can be a boy. Now that was the issue that raised the problem for the Muslim parents. They then started looking at this programme that was being taught to their children. Again, I say, I, I would have been off the mindset, are these homophobic Muslims? Is this the reason? I looked at the school. I saw that the man who's running this education system within the school is homosexual. So then I investigate to see if there's been any previous complaints at the school by Muslim parents about having a gay man teach their children, which there hadn't. So this, from the parents, wasn't about a homosexual teaching their children, it wasn't really about homophobia, which I was automatically led by the media and pushed by politicians that these were extremist parents and they're bigots. That's what we've seen, that's what I saw. I then looked and listened a lot to what the parents were saying. And I stand here today, not as a political activist, I stand here to talk about this issue, which will surprise people, the issue I'm talking about. I talk about not as a political activist, as a father. I listened to those Muslim parents. I didn't see them as religious activists. I saw them as fathers, concerned parents with what was being taught to their children. The moment that really ingrained it for me was when I saw Ellie Barnes. Ellie Barnes is a government advisor, an award winner, an LGBT activist in Birmingham. This problem comes from Birmingham. It's rolled out from the city of Birmingham, which is why the Muslim parents have been on the front line of this issue in that city. She said previously, and we hear that this is about tolerance. That's what we hear. This is about this teaching of the children. We'll get on to what they're teaching, but we hear it's about tolerance. Ellie Barnes, and I'll quote her, we must smash the heteronormativity in primary school children. That's someone with an agenda, their own agenda, and they want to push it on our children. Not her children, our children. Okay? Smash the heteronormativity. The normativity of a man being with a woman, which is normal. Okay? That's, and, and they want to smash it. And this is like when I first woke up to the issues I'm known for talking about. The more I read, the more concerned I come. It's exactly the same with this issue. The more I've started looking and learning and seeing the agenda that's being pushed on primary school children, the more concerned I've come. 
Let me show you a video, and I could show you hours worth of these videos. Yeah? Let me show you a video of primary school nursery children. Okay, there's no audio. We don't actually need audio for the point we're going to make. You'll see this. This is a man dressed as a woman. This is primary school children. Now, for me, if a man wants to dress as a woman, you do that. I have no problem with it. In fact, on our Day for Freedom event, we had a drag artist come out because it's about freedom. Okay? If a man wishes to dress as a woman and walk down the street, I support your freedom to do so. Okay? What I don't support and what we cannot support as a country is this to primary school children. Okay? And we'll get on to why. The reason why. Ten years ago, there used to be two referrals a week for gender dysphoria. I've said that right. I have many problems with it. <laughs> there used to be two referrals a week. There's now 50 a week. Okay? The media celebrate any dysphoria within children, which 50% of the children end up having autism. We have a... And that is it for this time. Next time, part two. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening, and may your God go with you. Goodbye. The Unpleasant Blind Guy is copyright 2020. Anno Domini. Now for Dave's Canes. Extras that help you navigate the new media world. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Southern Sense is conservative talk with Annie, the radio chick you bellows as host and C.S. Bennett co-host. Informative, fun, irreverent, and politically incorrect. You never know where they'll go, but you'll love the journey. Annie is a top conservative host on Top Talk Radio and features some of the finest guests packed with important politicians and newsmakers. Listen every Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern, noon to 3 Pacific, on the SHR Media Network. Remember, Southern Sense is Common Sense. It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it. From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts, and ridicule. The Lid Radio Show, featuring the conservative voice from the People's Republic of New York. The Lid himself, Jeff Dummett. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com and Lid Radio. We fight for the truth, justice, and a good kosher T-bone. If you don't listen, Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her house coat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnett. Conservative media done right.
You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Good evening. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, the Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show is featured on the SHR Media Network every Tuesday and Thursday night for two hours at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific. Whilst manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, BZ continues to radically change the world of leftists, one diaper at a time. Stop balancing your checkbooks. Stop cleaning your fish tanks. The Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show is your magnet for truth, justice, obesity, a darkened studio, and late-night freedom. No United States of America freedoms were abridged in the making of this ad. This is Shannon Wright. And this is Michael Wright. Reminding you to listen to The Right Way with Shannon and Mike. Every Monday through Thursday. 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on shrmedia.com. Join me, Jack Alexander, for the Jack Alexander Experiment podcast as I take a unique outsider's look at the issues affecting the USA. I fearlessly take on the issues that everyone else is too scared to touch. The Jack Alexander Experiment podcast is available wherever good podcasts can be found like Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. The Jack Alexander Experiment, because it's not a matter of left versus right, it's a matter of right versus wrong. After six years covering terror and corruption, the unpleasant blind guy is making a change. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker and YouTube through SHR Media and on the Western Free Radio Network as I team up with Jeff Mitchell, host of the English Defense League radio show on blogtalkradio.com. Check show pages for airtimes. It's the unpleasant blind guy. On EDL Radio, there's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant. Featuring the effervescent contrarian Sackheads Clint, plus the unrestrained bulbosity of BZ, the Sackheads Against Tyranny is a real chat show. Doubling your late-night conservative talk show pleasure with double the hosts, you can listen every Wednesday night at 8pm Pacific, 11pm Eastern. Please note, some contents may have settled during shipping. Member FDIC, batteries not included, warranty voided Montenegro. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. The dream deferred is real. You've been waiting for the Exceptional Conservative Network, and now it's here. Go to theexceptionalconservativeshow.com. Tune in and get the best in urban conservative talk. Stop dreaming. It's real. It's real. 